0: Year, and that lets you save... okay. True form, it's a pretty revolutionary material. Uh, it's it's so revolutionary that they actually won the Nobel Prize for discovering it. And and again, they won that Nobel Prize in a very short eleven years.
1: Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in, and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country, or as a podcast around the world, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. On- This
0: is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea.
1: Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. We're super excited to have Chris Burris here with us. So welcome to the show, Chris.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me, Drew. I'm excited to be here and jump into some information.
1: Yes, awesome. We're excited to have you with us. Let's jump into it, let's do it. Tell us about who you are, what you do, give our re- give our audience
0: a chance to resonate with you a bit. Sure, so um, the, the long and short of why I'm here t- talking with you today about a, a very interesting molecule, uh, is I was going to college at the University of Houston, go Cougs, and uh, I met my business partner. He's been my business partner for thirty years now, Robert Wong, in a physics class. Uh, Robert was actually working at a place called the Texas Center for Superconductivity, which is housed inside the U of H uh, structure. Um, you know the 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 the, the actual. College, right? Uh, and that facility was built by really for a guy named Dr. Paul Chu, who's a who's a man of superconductivity fame. Uh, we actually used to call that building Chu's Castle. So my business partner Robert was working with Dr. Chu, and one day um, he came in. He was actually separating the material we're going to talk about today. And he came in and he told my business partner, "You guys are young guys." You should, you know, this material is selling at the time it was selling for $6,000 a gram. Uh, so, you young guys, this is expensive material. You guys could, should go start a company. And my business partner was from an entrepreneurial background um, and so saw the opportunity. Uh, he had another business partner that kind of recruited me. I was studying mechanical engineering to make this molecule. You actually use local temperatures of the sun, so really confined areas, but temperatures of the sun. Um, and so I, they brought me on to help with building that equipment <clears throat> and um and so then effectively we started delivering carbon nanomaterials in 1991 uh and it, you know here we are like what 2021 long time
1: use big big fancy words i feel like you're way above my pay grade here <laughs> <laughs> what, so this was a what kind of school was this that you went to it was like, so
0: it's just it is university of houston again i was studying mechanical engineering my business partner was studying physics um and then where they were working was like i said inside that superconductivity facility inside the u of h ar- ar- you know uh, architecture um so so yeah, it was, it was pretty exciting. And actually the molecule he was separating um, in 1985, it was discovered at Rice University, which happens also to be here in Houston. And the three scientists who discovered this material actually went on to win the Nobel Prize in 1996. Uh, and you're like, well, what is this material? So uh, I'm actually holding up a, a molecule. And for those listening, uh, if you imagine a soccer ball The lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have a spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. And it's the first closed cage, right? It's the first molecule that closes in on itself. uh, And you're actually able to fit any atom on the periodic chart inside of it. These are just kind of like trivia for the buckyball. Um, And there's a new symbol in chemistry because of this molecule. So we're familiar with the at symbol for our email addresses. Well, lanthanum at C60 means lanthanum, an atom physically trapped inside of this molecule uh it doesn't mean you know lanthanum covalently or ionically bonded with the exterior it's just physically trapped inside of the molecule uh and so it's a pretty revolutionary material uh it's it's so revolutionary that they actually won the nobel prize for discovering it and and again they won that nobel prize in a very short 11 years
1: wow that's awesome so what were you doing how did you kind of fall into this what were you doing before you're studying something slightly different yeah open?
0: Yeah. So I was studying mechanical engineering. I, I kind of I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I'd actually selected engineering as kind of the fastest way to get the most salary so that i could save money and start a business i just didn't know what that business was going to be at the time uh, and then when my business partner approached me actually there was there were two of them at the time uh they approached me the other party he's he's still good friends with us but he's d- decided that he had more fun things to do in college when robert and i were like rolling up our sleeves and getting dark and dirty uh with this molecule and so i ended up kind of sticking around and and, and like I said, Robert and I have been partners for uh, thirty plus years now. That's awesome.
1: What's well, the people... secret to a long partnership? Tell <clears> us.
0: <throat> that's a that's a great question. Because <laughs> um, we like we are you know. Uh, we've known each other longer than we've known our wives, right? <laughs> so we're effectively a business married couple. Um, and we have tips, you know, the, I think the important part is we're both committed to building a good company that delivers value to people. And so we may disagree about how to do that best, but we always have how to do it best <laughs> In in mind, right? Like how to, we're always trying to work for the same goal, which is let's, let's deliver a lot of as much value as we can so we'll have our like little disagreements and then it's just back to work like hey we got things to do so what is it that the passion behind helping people or improving health where does that come from so um i've always been at least for me and 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 let's be realistic i'm an accidental supplement guy robert and i are accidental supplement guys right i feel like people become uh, supplement guys one or gals one of two ways one they decide they're going to get wealthy and they decide they're gonna do it with supplements. And I have no problem with people being wealthy. It's just not how I ended up here. The other is people are usually solving some problem in themselves or maybe in a loved one, uh, and then they wanna save the world. Uh, hopefully it doesn't surprise you. I'm not against people saving the world. It's just not how I ended up here. I've been manufacturing this molecule since 1991, right? This soccer ball-shaped molecule. Uh, in 2012, they t- they published a study um, which was actually supposed to be a toxicity study, and we can talk about that in a second. Um, And instead of being toxic, the rats lived 90% longer in that study. And then now kind of because of the clamoring of our customers, now we're a supplement company, uh, and I'm a supplement guy. And and really from mid-2013 when our customers really started calling for this product till late 2017, my business partner and I tried not to get into this industry because the supplement industry is – Well, let's call it challenged. (laughs) So, okay, so
1: you guys kind of fell into this. What what is it? Tell me the behind the scenes in layman's terms. How do you just start developing a molecule like this (laughs) for someone (laughs) like me? It's like a different planet.
0: (laughs) So um, first off, you know, we didn't discover it and, you know, we actually didn't even create the process for manufacturing it. We did create the best equipment for manufacturing it. And we did that again back in 1991. Um, The way you make a buckyball is you take two graphite rods and you point them at each other and then you vaporize the material between them, creating a carbon cloud. Uh, It turns out that vaporizing graphite, graphite is one of the hardest materials on the the planet to vaporize. So you are using local temperatures of the sun. In fact, we've got a sight glass. You have to have welder's goggles in front of the sight glass or you'll just burn out your retina. Um, And if you take it off and let it shine on your skin, you'll get a sunburn because it's local temperatures of the sun. So you're in this reactor. It's at a slightly reduced uh, air pressure, right? So slightly under vacuum. It's got an inert gas. So no oxygen that kills the production process. And you create this soot off of this process. That soot, has about 10% on a good day, you'll have 10% fullerenes. Now fullerenes, the most abundant fullerene is again, the soccer ball shaped molecule, carbon 60, but there's multiple, there's a gambit of molecules, carbon 70, carbon 76, carbon 84, and they're all called fullerenes. And this buckyball, that's what we affectionately call it, is the most abundant fullerene.
1: So, okay, so you guys are working with this molecule and then then you've discovered that this can actually help improve? health when people are taking it well accidentally um, by rats
0: this (laughs) one yeah one one thing that's going to continue through throughout this is Um, I wish I was the smart guy who did that, right? I just happened to be in this place. We're the first company to deliver commercial quantities of carbon nanomaterials, including this buckyball, and we started that in 1991. Um, So we've been manufacturing, selling to research institutions around the world. You know, they won those three professors who discovered the molecule won the Nobel Prize because the scientific community recognized what a spectacular molecule this was. It's harder than in a diamond it turns into a diamond it's got six-fold symmetry so there's six planes about through this buckyball about which it has symmetry what that what that means is it makes it incredibly resilient you can actually fire this molecule at a steel plate at 15,000 miles an hour most molecules will just shred apart this molecule will just come compress and bounce right back right so it's it's a phenomenal molecule that also means and and they were thinking that we're going to be, as humans, working with this molecule on a regular basis, right? And if you're going to do that, then you've got to understand. And they actually, for various reasons, thought that this molecule would be toxic. So they did this toxicity study. Uh, It's out of the University of Paris. And in that study, they gave rats water rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with what we call, if you're going to put it in some sort of live creature, we call it ESS-60. And the reason we do that is C60, carbon 60, is for industrial applications. And there's peer-reviewed published research that proves when improperly processed, It's harmful. ESS-60 is C60 that's been processed for safer human consumption. So in that study, again, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with ESS-60. Instead of being toxic, the rats that were given, really, it's the MyVitalC formula, lived 90% longer than the control group. So 90% is a very... Uh, amazing number. I think amazing is the right, the, is the right word. Uh, the next best way, and it's very well researched to live longer is called calorie restriction. So the data is very clear. If you reduce your calorie restriction by 30%, you can live an additional 30%, right? I call that the starve yourself one third to death diet. Nobody seems to sign up for that diet. Maybe it's a marketing thing, <laughs> um, but that's the next best way to live longer. And that's only 30%. The rats, these Wistar rats in our study lived 90% longer. Not only that, a typical Wistar rat lives 32 months. Uh, they have a known amount of tumor mass in their body, which increases. So the longer they live, the more tumor mass they have in their body. Despite the fact that the My Vital C rats lived 90% longer, none of them had any tumors. This was also reported in that peer-reviewed published research. And and here's where a, a number of people make this leap that's inaccurate, which was like, oh, cure for cancer. And the answer to that is no, it's not. That is not what that's not even what the study implies. There's a big difference between managing a cancer that has metastasized and actually being cancer preventative, right? And we know things as simple as exercise, good sleep, and a good nutrition, right? cancer preventatives. This result and this particular study kind of indicates that it has the potential to be a good cancer preventative. It's interesting.
1: Tell me about sleep. That's something you talk about. Um, Is that something that you kind of specialize in? How can people improve sleep? This is something I enjoy talking about or learning about.
0: Yeah. Sleep is, um, well, I I think we all know that sleep is important. I also think we all do a whole lot of hand-waving about sleep, which is it's absolutely dire, necessary, you got to get it unless there's something else to do, right? And- Uh, We're the only creature on the planet that will forego sleep with no help for no helpful benefit, for no healthful benefit. Every other creature on the planet, the only time they're missing sleep is because they're, you know, it's something that causes them to continue to survive. Right. Um, There's a book called uh, called Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. Uh, I don't know if you've read it read it. It's an absolutely amazing book, like 25 plus years of actual sleep research, actual research on, you know, what is the negative impact on your memory, your ability to perform on cognitive tests. Um, he talks about, you know, each year we do this bizarre, uh, uh, study, uh, on sleep, which is we daylight savings time, right? Each twice a year. So one time in the year we gain an hour. And when we gain an hour, heart attacks go down by like 25%. And when we lose that hour, heart attacks go up by like 25%. So like, we know that sleep is uh, impacts your cardiovascular health. The reason I've dug into the subject is because our customers, like uh, the original people who started taking our product were the ones who read that study where the rats live 90% longer. And they're like, I'm a biohacker. That's like the typical persona. And I'm going to, I want to try this. And they started coming back to us and we were, we were selling it. Actually, we had not for human consumption on our labeling at the time. And we were selling it and they were coming back and telling us, you know, all these amazing things that were happening to them. One of the most consistent is they take it in the morning. They report mental focus and energy during the day and then better sleep that night. And so I'm, you know part of my hesitation to even get into the supplement industry was that you know a lot of supplements they don't do the research. They don't follow through with human trials. They don't invest the money and like, hey, let's make sure that this is actually working the way even our customers are saying it's working. And so I, I actually ended up in contact with a guy, a professor, assistant professor. Uh, his name is Benjamin. He's a consultant for Aura Ring, and he's a professor at the University of uh, California, San Diego. And we, in a kind of latter part of 2019, were put, putting together a study that we could do where he. We could get with the with the permission of the customers get access to the behind the scenes data because there's a lot of data with Oura ring. I don't know if you're familiar with Oura ring. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's one you know supposed to be one of the better sleep trackers on the market, and so we're going to have people uh, collect data, get a baseline before they try a product, uh, ten days for ten days. 10 days on our product, 10 days off our product, and then 10 days back on our product. Um, Unfortunately, which, you know, so many things were negatively impacted across the board in 2020. It turns out that this ring is actually really good at identifying or reasonably good at identifying COVID early right? It keeps track of your temperature. It notices a a small temperature spike. Um, so he's been inundated with, you know, COVID data. The NBA actually authorized their players to wear the aura ring to help kind of catch COVID early. Uh, so he's like our, our little, little teeny tiny project just got thrown to the, to the sideline. Even though that happened, I I still move forward with just a survey, uh, study. And so we're collecting survey data from customers who, again, we're getting their baseline 10 days on the product, 10 days off the product, 10 days on the product. And that data is looking really good. People uh, are, are walking away from that study with the understanding that the product is helping them sleep.
1: That's awesome. So, so what are the what's the problem with, you know what, I don't know if you're familiar with or... I'm sure you've heard of it, but any research around melatonin, that's something that interests me. Do you think your body becomes, or do you know, does your body become reliant on that? And if you stop taking it, will you have trouble sleeping?
0: Well, so melatonin can be good, right? Melatonin is something that our body produces already naturally. Um, And actually from that book, Why We Sleep, I learned that melatonin is the starting gun for going to sleep, right? So it's really important that you take the right dose at the right time, because you want that starting gun to go off at the right power, right? Can imagine if you take too much melatonin, your starting gun for, hey, you need to start getting ready to go to sleep physiologically um, happening at, you know, 11 p.m., midnight, 1 a.m., to him, that's not a good thing. If you get too much melatonin, uh, people report that they'll be groggy in the morning. Um, in terms of dependence, I haven't seen any studies related to dependence on melatonin. Um, I've just seen kind of the, the feedback from people that says, uh, melatonin, you've got to get the right dose and it's got to be at the right time. And oh, as with everything, um, every individual is different than every other individual. No question.
1: Okay. So for you guys, w- w- what's your goal with your product? You're trying to make people live longer or w- what are you trying to reach with this supplement you're working on?
0: Yeah. So um, really at this point, you know, uh, again, didn't want to be a supplement guy. If I'm going to get into it, I'm going to try and do it in the most honorable way. Be a good steward to uh, this particular product. Um, it, we're, we're, we we're have an advantage. A lot of the supplements out there don't have any studies on them, right? It's all, this implies that, which should mean that that's really good. So you should take this, right? Um, and in our case, like those rats live 90% longer. And you, you would imagine that anything that would cause you, potentially to live longer, should also have healthful benefits. I always kind of joke. When they published that research, they didn't make a notation that the rats at their sixtieth month were walking around with little walkers and carrying little, you know rat oxygen tanks, which is everyone's picture of what what getting older means. I, I often share the results of the study with people, and they often say, why would I want to live longer? And when you <laughs> reframe the question to like, well, what if you have the same mental capacity that you have today and the same physical capacity that that you have today? Would you then be interested in living longer? Interestingly, not everyone says yes. I feel like they maybe need to reevaluate how they're <laughs> like just taking this thing called life, attacking this thing called life. But are uh, for us at this point in our society, it's inextricable to, to take away. Aging and really infirm or living a challenged life. And so if if what they're hearing when I say Would you like to live longer if what they're hearing is would you like to live longer infirmed? Like m- most people are kind of like no, and that's why a lot of people say no, that doesn't sound good Um, but if you can change the mindset, there's a book called a uh, lifespan Uh by david sinclair phenomenal book and he's 25 years harvard researcher um And his research is in in longevity, starting with yeast and all of his studies on yeast, and then taking that research up to rats and then taking it into human trials. Um, And it's a phenomenal book. But his goal is for us as a society to define aging as a disease, right? Because all the diseases, major diseases that we're really trying to attack are a product of aging, right? So Alzheimer's, cardiovascular disease, everything that we're trying to attack is related to aging. And right now, aging isn't considered a disease. So there's almost no governmental funding for aging, right? Because people are just like, that's what happens. And he's working, and I'm actually going to support this wholeheartedly, is how do we get people to shift their mindset about what aging means, right? If, if the average human lived 90% longer, the average human would be 152 years old, right? That's, that's amazing. That's not the oldest, like that's the average. And that I think is possible. I think that the rate of change of information, I love this quote. If you're, if you're uncomfortable with how quickly things are changing, I've got some bad news for you. The rate of change will never be slower than it is today right you think about how the internet has caused information to get passed around now you can have groups of brilliant scientists who couldn't really work together they couldn't collaborate before they can collaborate now and you've got all of these things so everything's just gonna keep changing faster and faster and faster and I think we are going to solve this natural death at some point that's my that's my personal belief
1: do you feel that we'll solve natural
0: death so people will live forever well it you know if you get hit by a bus I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure when we're when, when we're going to solve that. Bring them back. Um, you got to
1: bring them back. Right? <laughs> bring them
0: back. <laughs> That's interesting. A middle name Flat. Um, no, I, I think we can. I think we're we're working in that book lifespan. One of the points that David Sinclair makes is that I can take I can take a, a Drew cell right, and from that I can extract DNA, and from that. I can actually create a new baby Drew, right? All of that is possible already. They're doing it in other animal models. What that means is you have the information in your body to be a healthy young Drew. It's there. We just proved it. So what is it that we need to, what are the levers that we need to pull to kind of get get your body to get back to that point so that it does live healthy, healthy and makes you know makes good decisions for itself like we're talking about such a complex entity you know we we like to personify it but like the reality is is all of the information to uh to have a younger healthier drew is there
1: yeah that's interesting I, i'm 100 percent on board like i always feel like we shouldn't i've always felt this and this was before i started studying this and i've never really i've never look, heard of this book so thank you i'm super excited to jump into that yeah but I've always felt like we shouldn't just expect for our age to naturally decline. Like just because we get older, why is the, does everyone just accept that I'm gonna move a little bit less? So I'm not like I gotta not be able to see you very well, or like it's all kinds of complaints. And I heard this early on, like t- 10 years out of high school. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <This> is, no, <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm 100% on board with that. I, I think as a society, um, like we just and, and I also think it's different because I'm I'm definitely different than my mom. Like my mom is like, oh, I had my last hurrah of health in my 40s and that was it. And I'm, I'm like, well, I'm in my 50s and I'm working out on a regular basis. I'm, I'm choosing to eat healthy like I'm making good decisions for my health 10 years later than you had your last hurrah already right and so i think there's probably a new generation and especially when you've got books coming out at, well think about the last super bowl i told you i didn't watch sports before we got started but i did watch the super bowl <laughs> 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 and you've got the oldest player and the youngest player right that's the he, i think he's 44 like that's that changes the mindset of like how old can an athlete be does it magically make everyone able to get to like he's obviously got some impressive genes right in terms of longevity genes but he also just didn't accept that you know in football i gotta quit when i'm 35 or whatever the average age. i think it's pretty young i think it's like 28 or something right
1: and he's also like this is brady he's like really into nutrition and taking care of his body and and that's something else like we're talking about here like he you don't just think oh well i should be 150 and live the mcdonald's lifestyle (laughs) yeah that is
0: yeah that is that is not how you get to 150 for sure all
1: right well it's almost time to wrap things up chris but tell us well let me know first is there anything that we missed that you
0: wanted to cover um Uh, no, I think, I think we really got into, into a lot of really good details, uh, about the product. Yeah. And this, and the study really. Yeah,
1: for sure. Okay. Well, tell us, I'm interested in your product. Tell, tell me some, tell me some ingredients. I left a bit more time here. Tell me some ingredients, tell me how you use it and then tell us how they,
0: how we can find it. Perfect. So the ingredients, um, really couldn't, I mean, it's really complex and couldn't be simpler. It's, it's what, what I recommend. We actually have three, all three oils, but. We'll start on olive oil. It's olive oil and this soccer ball shaped molecule. That's it. There's there's nothing else. It's actually uh, extra virgin olive oil. So cold pressed. That's the best kind of olive oil. Olive oil is amazingly healthful. anyway. In that study where they gave rats water, olive oil, and then My Vital C, uh, the rats that they gave olive oil to lived 30% longer. So that's a good result. Whatever olive oil you are consuming, you should consume more. But that's all of the ingredients. Now, we've got a product with olive oil, we got a product with MCT oil, and we got a product with um, uh, uh, avocado. The olive oil holds about 0.8 milligrams per milliliter of our ESS60 molecule, uh, the avocado about 0.6 and then the MCT about 0.3. So you've got kind of declining uh, value in terms of how much of the molecule. The way you consume it, I can share you. We typically recommend people take a teaspoon as a serving, which is about five mils. Uh, The way I go about my day, I do kind of a bulletproof coffee, right, which has some ghee in it and it has some MCT, but it's our MCT with our ESS-60 molecule. Uh, And then I'll usually take a teaspoon and a half of our olive oil product, as, as my coffee's brewing, if you will. Um, and then when I have my <clears throat> when I have a salad, uh, I'll put avocado on uh, our avocado product on my salad so that's that's really how you take it. Uh, some people report that if they take it later in the day it'll keep them up. That's not true for me but I'm a weird guy. I can drink a cup of coffee and go right to sleep. I do know that my sleep is interrupted and not going very well, but I can't actually fall asleep. Uh, so most of our customers take it in the morning. They report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. And the best way for them to find it, we actually made a, a, a website for your uh, for your audience. It's go to the website myvitalc.com forward slash drew Taddea right? And that will take them to the page. They'll find this bottle, right? So this is one of our typical bottles. Uh, It sells for about $99. Uh, If they go on subscription, there's a 25% discount, right? and they can cancel at any time so take advantage of that subscription our staff is not trained to talk you out of your of canceling your su- subscription we have like 505 star reviews on Google uh, they're very helpful and just take advantage of that discount you can also get an additional 15 dollars off with the coupon code also DRUTARIA. Awesome. thanks
1: for doing that for our audience yeah so I wonder if I have, any, I, I have some more questions but I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> We got to wrap it up.
0: Well, maybe maybe I could get some product to you and then we could schedule a time and you could maybe share your experience and, and we could address some of the other questions that you have. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. That'd be great for sure. If that makes sense, yeah.
1: All right, Crystal, well, that was fun. Thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise with us. That was great.
0: Uh, thank you so much,
1: Drew, for having me. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body.